0: Art is too important not to share. Welcome to the Allie and Callie ArtCast.
1: Hi, I'm Allie. And I'm Callie, and we're with Coeur d'Alene Arts and Culture Alliance. Hello, everyone. Hi, everybody. What? Callie, how's it going? Oh, it's going great. It's it's a lovely day in Coeur d'Alene. It is. It's a little cold. It is. I don't know what day it is, but it's beautiful, it, isn't it? It is. It's always beautiful here. <laughs> it is, whether it it's would gray be really, or sunny, right? Or cloudy it or really, rainy. It'd be really pretty if the
0: sun <laughs> was actually shining. But
1: yeah, speaking of sun, I'm going to Virginia. You are.
0: I am. I bet it'll be sunny there. Well, my son and daughter-in-law and grandson mm-hmm. are going to Washington D.C. He has a conference, Uh-huh. and that's where my family, my family, all. Right. Lives lives in Virginia, and so we're taking Hendrix to meet the whole family. Fun. It's going to be great. Go see Mary. Yep, we're going to see Mary. We're going to see um, my brother Lance and his wife. We're going to stay at their house, Lance and Tina's house. Nice. And... Um, Speaking of that, mm-hmm. you know the Grammys.
1: They—it's been a while. I know, and I—I I was rooting for your nephew. Yes, but I—I I had a feeling he wasn't gonna win. So sorry. I know, but but he was nominated. He was nominated for a Grammy. And, yeah, that's pretty exciting. For best exciting. album of the year. Yeah. That's a big deal. That is a big deal. Was, I'm very proud of yeah, him. Yeah, that's awesome.
0: Yeah, it was really fun. We were watching the Grammys and I was texting him and he sent me a picture of he and his girlfriend Kate. And they're standing in line getting ready to get their photos taken. And they're right behind Taylor Swift. That's fun. Yeah, it was fun. Anyway, that's fun.
1: Just a little little stuff. But that's yeah. fun. Little, mm-hmm. That's exciting. Well, I, all I'm doing is I'm rehearsing for Sunday in the Park with George. Mm-hmm. I played George Surat's and uh, an art critic in the act two and I'm mm-hmm. excited about that. That music is hard yeah. and it's a challenge and everyone is really good and uh, and then after that I'm gonna do Steel Magnolias, a little stage reading, and then after that I'm going to Italy. So really Woo-hoo! the most excited I am is about Italy. Italy. I just can't wait. I just cannot wait. I, I, know. It's, I dream about it. So much fun. I My whole Instagram is all about Italy and Italy, Italy, Italy. Food, food, food. Italy, Italy. (laughs) Drink, drink, drink. Food, food, food. Beach, beach, beach. And walk, walk, walk. And walk, walk, walk. Yeah. Sensible shoes. Sensible Right. Shoes. Make sure yeah. you take some. So I've shoes. got. I'm excited, but I've. You know, it's a good time of year, and my my grandbaby's so cute. Yes, she. She's is. so cute. So I'm very happy. Things are Yay. good, and life is good. We're very excited to have Gary Edwards back Gary's with us. Yay. Yay! So Gary Edwards is a musician, a composer, an actor. What else? Are you an actor?
2: No, I've done acting. Yes, yeah. Sure. yeah,
1: that's a new one on the resume. Thinking, I hadn't heard.
0: Well, he's just, done a little... um,
2: Just about everything in filmmaking except directing. I'm not a very bossy guy. Oh
1: yeah. right, yeah. He's even been on TikTok. I... Oh, <laughs> TikTok.
0: That's a
2: new project. I'll tell you about <laughs> later.
1: He's with it.
0: He's he more with it, with it than we are. I know, but you've had some <laughs> great successes, and which. Uh, which prompted a very exciting adventure
2: Yes, it was exciting. December. Hopefully it'll turn into a musical or a play of some kind, but I think they've already done it. It's called uh, Airplanes, Planes, Buses, <laughs> planes, Trains, and trains and or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> planes, and <laughs>
1: Trains, and Automobiles. Yeah.
2: But mine is <laughs> a unique story. You want to get right into that right now? Let's sure. do
1: it. Let's talk about, so you have okay. a new musical, and yeah. it's called...
2: It's called A Stitch in Time. It's a takeoff on The Emperor Wears No Clothes, only Mm -hmm. in contemporary times. Mm -hmm. And it's scheduled for uh, production in New York City tentatively in June or July of 2023.
1: That's awesome. Wow, Gary, that's that's so exciting. Is that the same place where they did Mona Lisa?
2: Yeah, it's the uh, theater for the new city in uh, the East Village on uh, 155 First First Avenue. Yeah. Great. Not bad for an old guy. My memory's coming back.
1: Man, (laughs) you are busy.
2: So
0: it was in December that Mona Lisa um, played. And that's what you went back for, that... Prompted this exciting adventure, yeah. isn't that right? So, well, first well, of all,
2: I had a Christmas cantata that I wrote 30 years ago, and that premiered on December 10th in Charleston, that's, uh, Charleston North, North Carolina. Charleston, right. North Carolina. Yes. And so, uh, they actually, they paid my round trip fare back to the East Coast.
1: Oh, <gasps> nice. So
2: that was a lucrative experience. <laughs> yeah,
1: absolutely. Oh, and good.
2: Uh, I do have a video of that on my website, edwardsmusicsite.com, And so, if any music ministers are interested, it's a f- full blown uh, high church kind of a uh, religious experience. Oh, excellent! Fun. And then on uh, um, December 22nd, my musical that I composed called uh, "Stealing Mona Lisa" mm-hmm. premiered at the Theater for the New City in uh, New York City, and uh, ran for two weeks. And it was so successful that they added another day off Broadway on 555 North 42nd. Street.
1: Wow. That's so yeah. cool. That's very. cool. And
2: that is right at the southern border of the Times Square. By the way, that street is right. the southern border of Times Square. So uh, that was thrilling, but I didn't get a chance to go to that. Hopefully, I'll get a video out of it pretty soon, and we'll see oh, it on my right. website. Mm-hmm. But if somebody wants to see a video of uh, either show, like if you're a producer or a theater, mm-hmm. uh, I'll send you the script and I'll send you a link to uh, a rough video of the uh, performance.
0: Oh, great. cool. That I went to. Right.
2: Okay. So, stealing Mona Lisa was fun. I got to stay in a building that was... Uh Airbnb and it was built in 1860. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I got to find out the experience of what it's like to be a uh, struggling artist in New York City <laughs> when I had to sleep in my clothes because it was so cold in there. Oh, oh boy! But other than that, it wasn't bad sharing a bathroom with 15 or 20 other people and oh uh, it was God. a unique experience and I only saw one dead rat the whole time I was in New York City. Oh, that's
1: well, pretty good. That's good. Was it in the subway I hope?
2: No, it was on the street next oh. to one of those kiosks that they built for COVID so that the uh, patrons could eat outdoors Oh, oh, boy. oh wow. so the garbage piles up uh, yeah. once in a while outside and but it I does. didn't see any live rats oh, that's so that's it. the good news. I, yes, <laughs> well, that's the, the last the time news. I
1: was in New York I saw live rats but it was oh. in the subway and I oh, was yeah. like oh oh there's a rat. Oh, okay.
2: And while wow. I was in New York City I got to go to uh, Harlem with my friend from Puerto Rico Rafael. Sanchez.
1: Uh-huh.
2: And, uh huh. And we went to an open mic at the uh, bar called the Harlem Nights. They have an open mic every Monday night. So I signed up and I sang Otis Redding's song called Sitting on the Dock of the Bay. Right. And they loved me. I was That's so awesome. surprised. That's yeah. awesome. I was getting all kinds of high fives and and fist bumps and. They even talked to me about checking in with the Harlem Opera and the Har- uh, Harlem Baptist Church to s- work on some theatrical projects with those guys. Oh, that's Wow, so cool. So I have been so in touch cool. with the Harlem Opera.
1: That's cool. Uh-huh. Yeah.
2: So, so this New York City trip was a great success and very exciting and a lot of fun.
1: So tell right. us a little bit about the play before we go into your journey.
2: Stealing Mona Lisa yes. is about a truce based on a true story that occurred around 1926 when... Uh, uh, a construction worker actually stole the Mona Lisa painting from the Louvre in Paris. <laughs> he kept it for four years and uh, he said he did it for the love of country and to return it to Italy where it was created and uh, so he wanted to see it in the uh, Ruffini, no, what's the name? Uffizi uh, Museum in Italy. Oh, wow. And that's where he wanted it displayed and so they actually let him off with a, uh, just a slight prison term and uh, a small Sentence. He got off pretty good on that.
0: Oh, wow. wow. How did they catch him or did he turn himself in?
2: Uh, how did they catch him? He tried to uh, turn it in for a reward. Oh. Instead of selling it, he was trying to get a reward out of it, and uh, the They're art, like, de- art dealer, dealer set him up with a sting operation, and the uh, oh, wow. French police caught him that way.
0: Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so the show is all about. That true story.
2: Well, we uh, kind of it embellished a it a little bit, uh, gave it a little bit of a Hollywood treatment. Uh, in our version, the uh, painting comes to life and they fall in love. These pa- this painter and his girlfriend gets jealous and they're singing duets, you know, and
1: <laughs> she's uh,
2: smoldering in the background.
1: <laughs>
2: so, and not everybody can see her because this is his fantasy in his mind. So right. uh, that's how our version comes out.
1: Oh, oh cool. But
2: interesting that when I was in the Greyhound bus Steeple, which is another story, mm-hmm. I met a guy from Italy who was an educated man and he was a teacher in Italy. And uh, he told me that the true story is that the painting of Mona Lisa was uh, a self-portrait by Michelangelo and that uh, dressed up in drag I guess you could say. Right. So,
1: I've heard that
0: story That's the
2: first time too, I'd yeah. heard that.
1: Oh interesting. If
2: I'd <laughs> known that we might have changed the story around a little, little bit. Yeah. A little bit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that would make a more
2: contemporary version. <laughs> oh my. But uh, yeah the play was a lot of fun. The cast was like between Uh, 19 and 24 years old so it was a young dynamic cast very talented Mm -hmm. Uh, we had choreographers that would just knock your socks off the director uh Jack Legenza, he was 22 years old. Wow. He was Swiss, but he spoke English without a trace of an accent.
1: Wow. And
2: he was very authoritarian, like I'm not.
1: <laughs>
0: he did a great job. Oh, good.
2: And I think he has a great future ahead of him.
0: That's great. So so your partner wrote the script, and you wrote the music. All right, my
2: partner's Claude Solnit, and he lives in New York, so that's uh-huh. how I got the New York connection. Actually, he advertised for a composer on one of these websites.
0: Oh, wow.
2: So that's how we got together.
0: That's amazing. Yeah. That's great. So, so so the show closes and you're, or getting ready to close, <laughs> yeah. and you're heading home for Christmas.
2: Right. It's Christmas Eve. I'm in New York City. My bed and breakfast uh, just uh, finished, and so I'm waiting at 6 o'clock in the morning for a taxi that I'd reserved. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, I'll tell you, uh, I had an Uber account, but I deleted it because uh, they messed me around so much they would kept raising the prices
1: mm-hmm. instead
2: oh. of 15 dollars they raise it up to a hundred dollars for a trip to times square and a time what? yeah so i just said well this is a kind of a scam so i yeah. deleted uh, uber and so i had a taxi that i'd reserved and i got up and waited 15 minutes and the taxi never showed up oh, and boy. so i started w- walking and you know i have a bad leg from a car wreck so right using a cane, I'm dragging my suitcase behind me and I oh boy. walk up 7th Street and uh, at the corner luckily there was a cab. a cab and I knocked on the window and I woke up the guy. <laughs> he just happened to be taking a break. And so he said, yeah, you take me to the airport uh, for 80 bucks, actually 70. I gave him uh-huh. a t- tip. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, but uh, I had checked on the internet to see if the uh, everything was okay with the airlines and they said, yeah, it's going on time. It's on mm-hmm. schedule and uh, no problem. So I paid him. S- some money to take me to the airport and i got there and the lady at the counter said "Yeah, uh the uh the monitors on the screen said that they were on time and everything was okay but the lady says no that's not true they've canceled all the flights because of the weather and everything so this was christmas eve in 2022 so if you recall that was a bad time to be traveling Mm
0: -hmm. and were you traveling on southwest
2: it was supposed to be Alaska Airlines.
1: Oh,
0: okay. And
2: uh, they had said no. Yeah, Southwest had their problems, but everybody was having their problems.
1: Yeah, right.
2: So uh, they said it would be the twenty ninth instead of the twenty fourth before I could leave town. Well, Ugh,
1: five days in New York.
2: Well. <laughs> The problem is is new york is expensive and colder than heck right there was no snow but the chilly uh wind factor was really down there mm-hmm. and so i says well i've got to go somewhere else where it's warm at least and wait for a flight so i uh, called my brother-in-law in las vegas and he said yeah i could go uh hang out with them but then the uh, airplanes weren't going to las vegas i went to the train depot and amtrak said they don't go to las vegas so I says, okay, I'll go to Texas. Uh, it should be warm there. And I've got relatives there <laughs> and, uh, they said they don't go to Lubbock, Texas. I don't know why oh, <laughs> it's not one of the high,
0: not a high, high points of
2: America. <laughs> <laughs> so I couldn't go to Lubbock. So, uh, I called my friend that I'd written that Wataino CD that mm-hmm. we discussed last time I was on the air mm-hmm. and, uh, he said, yeah, come on down. I got a couch, you can sleep there and we'll have a good time. So I bought a bus ticket to, uh to Orlando, Florida and uh, it was supposed to leave at uh, 11 p.m. and it was like 1 p.m. then so and they couldn't check in my bag uh, they had no way to check it in so I had to be with my bag at the bus depot almost all day For thir- and then the bus <laughs> was an hour late and uh, finally the bus got there at midnight And uh, in the meantime, I'm walking around Times Square with my suitcase dragging behind me and uh, grabbing a bite to eat here and there and getting accosted in the uh, bus steeple by uh, some grifters that want to scam me out of some money. Oh, yeah. And they were uh, making uh, slurs against uh, honkies, as they called it. And I just said, well, Black Lives Matter.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. You know,
2: did it. And so I got through the day, but it was a long day. And then... uh, At 11, uh, no, at 12 p.m., the bus finally got there. And uh, the guy said, well, I need a tag uh, for my baggage to load it up uh, because it's probably overweight. And so there's a mad scramble. Everybody is, uh, a lot of people were affected by that (laughs) surprise. And I don't know why they couldn't have given me a baggage claim ticket when I was there at 1 p.m. But anyway, so I'm frantically scurrying around the building trying to find a place where the, uh, they give out the baggage claims and I couldn't find it and I offered to pay the uh, other people at the bus 20 bucks to uh, (laughs) to help me get a baggage claim and find the place and (laughs) they said 20 bucks that's chicken
1: feet
2: (laughs) (laughs) I probably would have had to give them more but I didn't want to reveal that I I had actually enough money with me to Mm, whatever I had to do to survive so anyway so I missed the bus and uh, I had the choice of sleeping in the bus depot all night Uh, with my other homeless friends Uh or or going to a hotel. So uh, I said, well, it's midnight and uh, I had to be at the bus depot at nine o'clock in the morning to weigh my my baggage. So I uh, walked up to these two cops on Times Square and I says, hey, uh, friends, I says, you know where I can get a cheap hotel (laughs) close (laughs) to here? And they said, sure, go two blocks to 40th Street, turn right. And there's a bunch of hotels there. So I went to 40th Street and turned right. I don't know what direction it was. My direction
1: was all screwed
2: up in New York City. And uh, went to the first hotel. They were full, the second hotel was full. Finally, the fifth hotel uh, was a Marriott hotel. And uh, they said, yeah, we have a room. And so uh, I rented a room, and uh, for cheapness, yeah, it was 240 bucks. Oh, wow. <laughs> that was, yeah, yeah and, right he, and uh, it's basically yeah, on on the corner of uh, Times Square. So yeah, it was. Uh, but you know what am I going to do so I rented the room and I got a shower I got a shave and uh, that was the last one I had for six days <laughs>
1: but,
2: uh, so the next morning I got up and weighed my bag and uh, the bus wasn't leaving till 3.30 p.m. oh my god uh, so I went back took a nap and they let me stay an extra hour or two past the checkout time well, I guess awesome. they felt sorry for me you know? <laughs> so I got on the bus at 3.30 and we went through uh New York, New Jersey, Maryland, Washington, DC, uh, Philadelphia, you know, went through all these five or six states. (coughs) Those states are really close together back on the East Coast. Mm -hmm. And I ended up in Richmond, Virginia, about 1130 PM. Uh, We had a 20 minute break in Philadelphia for uh, dinner. And uh, so I says, well, you know, a quick place around here where I can get something to eat in 20 minutes. And they said, yeah, go to this place down a block away. And I went there and actually, uh, I said, I'll order a Philly cheesesteak because it's Philadelphia, right? So I wanted to experience the real thing. (laughs) I said, sorry, we don't have any left. Uh, So I had to get some quick fried fried chicken, but it was delicious and uh, fairly inexpensive. And then I got back uh, to the bus depot in time and ended up in Richmond, Virginia at 11.30 PM. Well, the bus driver said, just leave your things on the bus. Everything's gonna be fine. And uh, we'll leave in an hour and don't be late or you'll miss the bus so um, it was Christmas day at, by that time pretty close and uh, so uh, we waited and and then an hour later came and went back to the uh, Bus loading area, and they said, "Well, the driver hasn't showed up. It's Christmas Day. He won't. He hasn't called in. Uh, oh, who knows what's going on? You know, maybe what, just decided where to you take again? Richmond, You're, Virginia. Okay,
0: yeah, that's Richmond, Virginia.
2: If you've ever been to the uh, bus depot there, it's I uh,
0: have actually. It's <laughs>
2: actually uh, part of the Union Pacific or whatever some railway uh, mm-hmm. station. So they have the railway and the bus depot located in the same building. It's huge. Uh, so." Here I w- was, my stuff is on the bus. It's gonna leave, they couldn't tell me when it's gonna leave. I ended up staying up all night in the bus depot. People. people are vomiting on the floor. <laughs> people oh, are vandal- gosh. They're vandalizing the bathrooms. There's crap in the toilets and there's beer bottles and wine bottles. Mm. And then these two drunks come up to me and I thought, uh-oh, you know, there's, uh, going to be a conflict here. And actually they said, Hey, I remember you lent me a pin at the bus depot in New York city. It says, <laughs> he said, don't worry about a thing. He says, we'll make sure you get on the bus and, and everything's going to be cool. So I says, okay, nobody's going to bother you. And uh, so actually, uh, it was 5:30 in the morning. The bus finally showed up, but I will say this, there was people there that, uh, were helpful to me all day long, or the whole, <laughs> the whole three days. There were people there that were friendly and there were people there that took care of me because I was you know obviously disabled mm-hmm. and so uh I had uh, a lot of friends on the way uh to the uh during the journey and uh I made a lot of new friends that and, was cool uh so we left uh, I might have left out the part of the story where we uh, had a flat tire <laughs> I I think it's after we left Richmond. We left at 5.30 in the morning. And uh, an hour later, uh, I don't remember where we were, but anyway, a tire blew off the uh, bus and actually hit the car behind us.
0: Oh, no.
2: So uh, we're sitting there waiting for the Tire repair man to come from the Greyhound Company. And uh, that took three hours, so I'll make that story short. Oh but anyway, uh, so we missed the next connection. But <laughs> a- anyway. Oh my uh, God. Anyway, That's and so then horrible. this guy in the car had called a cop.
3: Hey, ladies, have you heard about Nia yet? Hi, I'm Marily Wallace, and I'm a proud board member of the Coeur d'Alene Arts and Culture Alliance and owner of Nia. That's short for the North Idaho Alliance. We specialize in leadership development, specifically focused in connecting women to programs, workshops, and networking to educate, empower, and enrich their lives. Our goal is to make positive impacts in the community while helping other women in North Idaho succeed. Next up is our annual Onward and Upwards Women's Conference set for May 24th and our new event, Women with Cool Jobs, scheduled for early summer. And then keep a lookout to register for our super popular Popular Women of Impact Leadership Roundtable Series that begins every September. So I hope you'll look us up. We're at the North Idaho Alliance.com. Find us on Facebook or just give us a call 208 660 1557. Go out and make it an impactful day.
1: So we're at the flat tire, and then where do you go? They fix so, the tire. Uh,
2: well, then I haven't finished the flat tire story. Uh, oh yeah. The guy that got his car hit on his bumper from the Greyhound uh. bus tire uh, called the cops, uh. and because the cop, uh, the driver wouldn't pay him off for the uh, bump oh, on his car. Oh, right. Oh.
0: So the huh. cop
2: comes over and finally, and he says, "Well, he says there's nothing criminal going on here. Just call your insurance company, and they'll settle the matter." Yeah. And so the bus driver knew he was off the hook, and uh, oh boy. So finally after three hours we got back on the road and uh we ended up uh in atlanta georgia well on the trip to atlanta georgia i met these guys uh, one was from venezuela one was from uh, mora michoacan which i had actually been for two weeks in the 60s uh when i was a peace corps volunteer i would spent two weeks in wow. michoacan so uh we they didn't speak english so we started talking and chatting in spanish and mm-hmm. uh, and uh we became friends and uh so whenever the bus driver would make an announcement like you're we're taking a 10 minute stop or whatever i would tell him what he was saying and what the instructions were and, and help him uh, make the right uh, choices when it comes to getting meals and uh, getting off getting back on the bus so i did make some friends there and uh, uh, quite a few uh, spanish-speaking people so hey, and got
0: to practice your Spanish.
2: I got to practice my Spanish. Yeah, that was so <laughs> cool. Well, in New York City, the people there that speak all kinds of languages. So oh, I was yeah. talking to drivers from Dominica and oh, yeah. all right. over uh, Latin countries uh, for the whole 10 days I was there. But anyway, getting back to the Greyhound uh, bus trip, we went through uh, North Carolina, South Carolina, ended up in Georgia, Atlanta, Georgia and uh i accidentally left my bag on the bus <laughs> oh, it oh, no. was like late, late at night around eight o'clock or so and uh so like i said we missed our connection and i went to the ticket window and uh she said well there's no tickets from here to orlando for another uh four or five days Oh <laughs> I no. said, there i am atlanta and i don't know anybody there and i'm stuck there i says oh no and she said oh wait a minute i found one ticket and uh, I had gotten off the bus early. That's why I forgot my bag because I wanted to make sure I was ready for the next leg of the journey. Right. So I was the first one at the ticket counter. So I got the one ticket that was left for Orlando. Oh, oh my goodness. goodness. And so, in a way, I kind of uh,
1: lucked out. Oh lucked way.
2: out, and my friends that were going to Orlando <laughs> didn't luck out. Oh, oh no. no. Yeah, I felt <laughs> bad about that. But. And uh, I didn't want to spend another night in the bus depot, but it wasn't leaving till the next morning. So uh, at 5:30 a.m., so I called up one of these uh, travel companies and booked a hotel. And it was a Clarion Hotel in Atlanta, Georgia. Just so you'll remember which one not to use if you ever go there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I couldn't get a bus, comp- a taxi company to answer my phone calls. I called uh, five of them and nobody answered. And uh, I didn't have my Uber thing App anymore,
1: anymore. Yeah.
2: but I went around the corner and found a taxi and I did find my bag it was in a locked up area somebody had taken it off the bus and stored it so I got that oh, bag. good and so uh, I got to the uh, hotel about 1230 in the morning uh, the receptionist was really nasty <laughs> oh I don't know why she may be tired maybe grouchy I was tired and grouchy and I couldn't find my uh, hearing aids in my glasses so I couldn't see what she wanted me to sign <laughs> and I couldn't hear what she was asking me to do so uh, we weren't getting oh. along too well oh, and then no. uh, finally after I signed the papers to uh, Check in. She told me, "Oh, by the way," I, she says, "the pipes broke and we don't have any water here."
1: Oh my! <laughs>
2: so here so I am. I
1: really want to stay there. Wanting
2: to stay there, I only have five hours to stay there, oh. and uh, I couldn't get a shower. I couldn't use the bathroom.
1: Oh
2: jeez! I cheated. <laughs>
1: yeah. Like, what are they gonna
0: do? What am I gonna do? Exactly.
2: <laughs> so uh, I stayed there, and I uh, got up at 4:30 and. And then I tried to call the taxi companies again to get a ride to the bus depot, and nobody answered the phone. I don't know what's going on with taxi service in this country. Wow. But uh, So finally, I bribed the uh, security guard. (laughs) I said, hey, if I pay you, would you take me to the bus depot? And he said, yeah. (laughs) So he kind of went AWOL from his station at the hotel and uh, actually took me in my bag, and I got to the bus depot in time.
1: Well, that's good. good.
2: uh, I hope he didn't get fired, because he was a nice guy. (laughs) 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 So then I sat next to this really interesting guy he was uh disabled and hadn't had anything to eat he said for three days yep. but he uh was very intelligent and uh, so we had an amazing conversation about philosophy and about Nietzsche and about yeah. <laughs> the meaning of life or whatever and and then uh I finally made it to Orlando about 9:30 at night and uh I gave the guy 20 bucks because uh whether he was anyway uh, so we could so he could get something to eat. Yeah. So he could
0: get something to eat, right. <laughs> yeah.
2: Uh, so that was an interesting experience. And
0: uh, so so what it was day, a bus trip
2: from hell. Yeah.
0: I, yeah so it sounds day, like a, how long did it take you to get there? It took
2: me three days to three get days. there. Three days. It was supposed to take 30 hours. Yeah. Oh, boy. And it took me three days to get there. But oh, once yeah. I got to Orlando, everything was fine. My friend right? was there and uh, That's good. I slept on his couch and we went out sightseeing the sights of Orlando. Yeah. Uh-huh. Went to Disney Springs and went to uh, all the local uh, interesting spots for tourists Mm -hmm. and I had a great time with my friend and they actually asked me to go to Cuba with them to make a recording session and I said, well, what would I be doing? They said, just hanging out. (laughs) Just go there and listen to music. And I said, oh, I'm sure my wife will like that idea. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I could take another $3,000 vacation <laughs> to Cuba while she sits at home alone. Right. <laughs> She's yeah. here in, uh, we were supposed to go to Wenatchee for Christmas. Uh, I was oh. supposed to meet him there. Yeah. And oh, because of the weather, they canceled the family get-together in Wenatchee. So my so w- poor wife is sitting at home all alone oh, all Christmas season. Oh,
0: boy. oh bummer.
2: So uh, I decided not to go to Cuba in February.
1: <laughs>
0: now, <laughs> not
2: March, that... I might go there yet. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I Have know you ever April. been to Cuba? No.
1: It sounds kind of cool
2: though. I did get oh, my passport. Yeah.
0: I yeah. take it. I take that opportunity in a heartbeat. I think
1: it's just.
2: Well, they said they had, uh, they lined me up and I talked on uh, Zoom with this, or whatever it's called, with this uh, Cuban gal that's supposed to be the most famous singer in Cuba. Mm. And she said she liked my music and was well, going to yeah, learn some music, of my songs, yeah, uh, especially my Latin songs. Yeah.
1: yeah. It's right up there. alley. Yeah. that's what I would think. For sure. Be really so, cool.
2: we'll, see if that pans out but because uh, I'm in a different time zone than you're at when during this broadcast (laughs) but anyway so that's my story and I'm sticking to it wow
1: (laughs) that's quite an adventure that is an adventure so when did you finally get
2: home it was uh, three days later oh home well i home to idaho i okay. was in orlando for 3 days so that's three 6 days. days from christmas eve so mm-hmm. that's like the 30th of wow. december the day before new year's eve mhm and needless to say, we didn't do much on New Year's Eve because I was pretty tuckered poo- out. Yeah,
1: them. I bet. Wow. It needed.
0: Yeah. Well, you probably had showers at your friends'. House. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but I did have uh, some new projects that I'd like to tell you about.
1: Yeah, I, I was going to ask. new okay. What's yeah? So what's next?
2: What well, do you got going? Well, uh, just two days ago, I met up with my friend Adam Foote. And Adam plays the tin uh, pan mm-hmm.
1: thing
0: yes. yeah. on the streets. The tin mm-hmm. pan drum or pan hand uh, drum.
2: He asked me to help him extract some audio from some of his soundtracks on his videos. And uh, in exchange, he was going to help set me up on TikTok.
1: Oh, so <laughs> I see, A TikTok yeah. star right here, Gary sure. Edwards. We,
2: we got to get with it, you know. We got to keep up with the younger generation. <laughs>
1: that's right.
2: Well, I saw his phone; it had 3.6 million followers. Wow.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah I said, "Well,
2: this is the guy for me because yeah, he's, I wanted to get on TikTok, but I didn't know how."
1: He's right. So we
2: actually did uh, some TikTok videos and set up an account. It's called Your Grandpa Gary. <laughs> uh,
1: I'm looking. I'm looking for you right Your now. Your Grandpa oh, really? Gary. No. Oh, I'm, oh I'm, wait. wait. I gotta turn down my sound but go ahead tell us more yes Uh,
2: so we filmed six 15 second TikTok (laughs) videos
1: (laughs) we're trying to find it (laughs) I love it like
2: like in one he's singing happy birthday happy birthday happy birthday just making up a melody and because I'm gonna be 82 in a couple Mm -hmm. of days Oh, happy birthday. By the way, thank you. And it's also our 47th anniversary in a couple of days.
1: Oh.
0: Wow. That's a big one. So
2: you're 25 years. You're just beginning. You're still on your honeymoon.
0: Right? Exactly. I know. And your wife is still married to you after the...
2: (laughs) I don't know how she puts up with me. I married a saint. I'll tell you that.
1: Your grandpa what? Say it one more time. Your
2: grandpa Gary. Your
1: grandpa Gary.
2: So there's one video there where it shows this cute young teenage girl showing us how to fix her hair. Hair, yeah. She's curling her hair. So they have this thing called a uh, stitch where you stitch onto somebody else's video. Yeah. And so he filmed me, uh, brushing my hands through my bald head <laughs> 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 as if I was doing this, teaching him how to arrange my hair. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is really easy. It only takes 20 seconds. <laughs> 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 and so we filmed six. Uh, TikTok videos and we're gonna do a lot more I
1: love it good yeah. for you Gary cool fun.
2: and then my it. other new project since uh, <laughs> you mentioned it
1: <laughs> I love it
2: actually I brought it up no it's called A stitching Time I already told you about that Yeah,
1: right. but we but want the, to hear yeah, more about it exactly what, tell us exactly it. what it is
2: yeah. well uh about five or six years ago uh, I saw this ad that uh, Claude was looking for a composer so I answered the ad and we wrote a musical together and then we wrote three musicals and many other songs together Christmas songs or whatever and then nothing was happening so uh, and COVID hit so nothing was happening and uh, Mm -hmm. none of our shows got produced and he wanted to write more shows and I was interested in someone but i says you know until we get something produced it's like working for nothing right so i was kind of a jerk about it and uh, so (laughs) we lost touch for two years and then he called me up in september of 2022 uh just when i was in las vegas on vacation and says uh by the way he says uh, uh we're getting this uh musical stealing mona lisa produced in uh December, and so i got all excited again right and because there's some motivation here yeah and so we did stealing mona lisa and now he wants to do a uh, stitch in time and uh, we've got this other uh, musical that we wrote together called uh, long island lolita that's uh it's all done all we have to do is just update it and rearrange some p- uh, band parts and it's ready to go
0: wow and
2: then uh <coughs> and this guy he's a fantastic writer he writes for a living uh he's a independent journalist freelance journalist Mm -hmm. and uh so it's fun working with him and he gets the job done that's great he's got a great imagination with all kinds of quirky things that come up and so claude uh if you're out there listening thanks a lot for the opportunity yeah
1: (laughs) so what is stitch in time about though
2: well, it's about... Uh, the
1: Emperor's New Clothes. Oh, you told the me Emperor's
0: already. The Emperor's New Clothes. And See? The, I and,
2: forgot. Uh, and it kind of follows that story loosely. That's but cool. it takes place in contemporary times. Okay. So, But any resemblance between any person living or dead it's is purely <laughs> coincidental
0: <laughs> and mm.
2: just meant to protect the guilty.
1: <laughs> mm.
0: No
2: women were harmed in the making of this
1: <laughs> show. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Funny. Oh, that's fun. Oh, oh, that's you exciting. Have, you
0: have done some really fun yeah. things. Yeah.
2: Now, the other thing is, uh, I did uh, send the Stealing Mona Lisa, Lisa script to uh, Trigger and a link oh, to yeah. the video. So oh, you hopefully, I sure get inspired, a chance to yeah. review it and I could get some local success. That
0: yeah. would be cool. Wouldn't that be fun? That would be really fun.
2: Actually, yeah. a, p- a few people have recognized me from the newspaper articles. So.
0: Have they? You know, yeah. Oh, yeah. I have people come cool. up
2: to me on the street and say, hey, you're the guy that wrote that musical in New York City. And yeah, I say, yeah.
1: See? Cool. That's awesome. So that's better great.
2: late than never, right? Right. Yeah. I'm going to be 82. Well, I'm 82 by the time you hear this. Yeah, so, right? so there you go. Oh, <laughs> and by the way, I have other good news. You remember I talked to you about my opera?
1: Yes. yes.
2: Well, when I was in New York City, I met with a guy named Eric Einhorn, who does a project, a non-profit called... Uh, Opera in the city or something like that, the the new opera or something. Uh Anyway, (laughs) sorry, Eric. Uh, So he said uh, my opera was just what he was looking for. (gasps) Oh, And he plans to produce it in the next year or two. And it's where they take operas and they put them in the environment, like at museums or in city parks or places like that.
1: Oh, cool.
0: I said,
2: that would be wonderful. Right. So that
1: would be this one?
2: Yeah. The
0: uh, So you didn't you rename that?
2: Yeah, Qualchan and Wistox. Right. Thank you. I added the female element because the female uh, lead plays such an important part, Mm -hmm. if not more important part in the, she's the narrative and also the uh, love interest.
1: Right. Right. Because was it, what was it called before? Qualchan. It was just, okay. Gotcha.
0: Hey y'all, it's Jason from Tubbs Coffee Roasters. We are North Idaho's specialty coffee roaster. We are homegrown and we are local. We love coffee and we love our community, especially Allie and Callie in ArtCast. We have a retail space in our roastery in Hayden, and we can also be found on the shelves at Super One and Yokes. And if you like to buy coffee online, we do offer subscriptions. You can find us at TubbsCoffeeRoasters.com. Support arts and culture and your local roaster. That's all.
1: You're a really busy guy. You always have something on the back burner. Anything you haven't told us about? Yeah.
2: No, just that I have ambitions to get a Latin Grammy for my last two CDs. You oh, should. there
1: you go.
0: <laughs> and one's when called
2: "Latino" nev- and the other one's called uh, right. "More v- Life and Chupacabra Songs."
0: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I've got oh. both of those.
2: Yeah, and the thing I wanted to know is if somebody out there could give me information about NFTs, because I commissioned some artwork for the cover of my CDs, my Latin CDs, uh-huh. two arts. Uh, one was by uh, OK, uh, Mr. Valenzuela, the mm-hmm. uh, art instructor from Eastern Washington University.
0: Oh, uh-huh. and
2: uh, he painted uh a painting, which was a contemporary painting of a chupacabra, and a chupacabra is a goat sucker, and the, the right. legend is that they come down and soak the blood out of goats at night <laughs> right. in Latin American countries. Mm-hmm. But in my version, uh, he's coming down and making love to goats. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to keep it on a positive
0: note. <laughs> <And> oh boy! <laughs> so,
2: uh, oh, he'll heel Valenzuela, I think. Oh. Oh, I'm having a brain That's all right. Anyway, uh freeze. It'll, it'll
1: <laughs> come, gonna, it'll come to you in the middle of the night. And, and then uh, the other artwork
2: is the other artwork is by Wade Lutz, which is an anime style, so it's more like a cartoon of oh, right. the same topic the mm. Chupacabra. So Tell
0: us what an NFT is.
2: A non fungible tangible. And an NFT is where people sell works of art. sometimes they might only sell one copy and so the person that buys it owns it right and oh, okay. they're selling for like ninety or a hundred thousand dollars and they're collectibles and oh, so right. uh, uh, with my uh, project I want to sell these works of art uh, whether uh, and make a deal whether I sell a bunch of them for two hundred dollars a limited number or whether I sell one for a lot of money
1: right okay.
2: Because frankly, uh, to write music, you have to be rich. (laughs) It doesn't pay much. In fact, I calculated over the years I spent a lot more money on my music uh, (laughs) writing projects and careers than I have earned. Right? Yeah. Anybody out there want to feel pity for a poor starving (laughs) artist?
0: Go go to Gary's website. That's right. Oh,
2: on my website, Gary
0: Edwards. It's Edwards Music Site. Edwards Music Site. S I T E. Edwards Music s-i-t-e dot com right and,
2: and by the way on my website I have eight videos <coughs> about songwriting and they're free so if you're an aspiring songwriter uh, limited time only you can sign for uh, sign up for all eight classes for nothing
1: oh huh.
0: cool and, and that's nice and it's called
2: songwriting and then there's chapters on marketing which is a 50% of the uh, work and then, then uh, creating melodies creating lyrics uh, music theory basics um mm-hmm. uh collaborating with other people uh, contracts how to avoid getting into t- trouble because <laughs> i've had so many song sharks out there and they sign me up for a music publishing contract don't do anything and then they expect to get Pay. some money if you happen yeah. to market the, the yeah. songs right so yeah. uh, i can tell you all the tricks of what not to do
1: <laughs> good the art and business the business right. and art Right, it's hard. Yeah. It is hard. People not, should be
2: compensated for their work. If they people really absolutely, can, if they If people should. can go buy a hamburger for eight or ten bucks uh, that lasts for one day, then they should be able to buy a work of art that lasts for a lifetime.
1: Right. Boy, is that.
0: And true.
2: The, a creator needs to be compensated for his right. work or her work.
0: That's well put, Gary. Yeah. 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 Yeah, come on, people. <laughs> well, Gary, it is always so fun to talk to you. Yeah, just, you just have so much going on. And your adventure from New York to Orlando was classic. Yeah. yeah.
2: yeah I speak. can laugh about it now. Yeah, All right? right.
1: <laughs> At the time, I'm sure it wasn't very funny. No, but I'm sure not. Uh, it's nice that you can find the positive in it and that yeah. there are good mm-hmm. people out there that will help you. Yeah. And yeah. sure. And
2: because it remind me of what it was like to be a uh, home and uh, yeah. and a working poor person.
1: Yeah. Because I
2: met plenty of them, and it relived my early childhood years.
1: Right. Yeah.
2: When I was growing up, uh, the first four years of school, we lived in a 300-square-foot shack, and there was four of us. Mm hmm -hmm. So I know what it's like to be without, and I can empathize with those people.
1: Yeah. Right. So, uh, yeah. Yep. Well, that's good. That is good. So we really appreciate having you back. Yeah, we do. Anytime. you, You always do so much, and... Gosh, if we just did half as much as Gary... I'd be exhausted. <laughs> 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 I'm just like, whoo, that's so much. But we look forward to hearing more about w- your shows and all your music. And make mm-hmm. sure you check out Gary's website. Mm-hmm. Thanks again, Gary. Thanks, Gary. Thank you. Once again. It was a pleasure. Always yep. fun. Always fun.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> and I'm Allie. And I'm Callie. And whatever you do today, make sure it's creative. The Alley & Cali Artcast is a program of the Coeur d'Alene Arts
0: & Culture Alliance and is sponsored by NIA, North Idaho Alliance, a woman-based leadership organization designed to inspire, uplift, and impact your community and lives. And Tubbs Coffee Roasters, globally sourced, locally roasted coffee.